Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim, and I've got another great guest from our community today, a fellow proven Amazon course student. For those of you who have the pack, she lives in Alaska with her family, four daughters, and it's quite a story. We'll dive into a little bit of the background, but basically one of the things that we were just talking about before we started recording today was the fact that she's kind of, you know, in a pretty remote location, but she's still able to grow an incredible Amazon business. She's had some challenges, some things have come up along the way. It hasn't been perfect, but she's succeeding by anyone's definition. And I'm proud to welcome to the show today, a member of our community, Mrs. Vanessa Weiss. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. And I just said your last name wrong after trying to confirm. It's Wise, correct? It's Wise. <laughs> I, I said it wrong. And I'm like, oh, that, that's not what I said. But welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And you're in our Facebook community as well. And uh, you've, so you've been around. Some people might recognize your name. But for those who don't know much about you, how about we do just a little bit of background story first, how you got started on Amazon, maybe what you were doing and and how it fits into your life now. And then maybe we'll share a few specifics about how you've grown your business after that. Sound good? That sounds great. All right, cool. So tell us your story. Uh, so, you know, honestly, I really kind of stumbled into Amazon. I had a successful online business, a little clothing boutique, but it was taking up a ton of energy and a ton of time. My husband and I would uh, come home from work and we would, you know, put together orders and spend the evening um, packaging up orders and just basically exhausting ourselves because we were doing all of this uh, merchant fulfilled, if you will. So it was just really involved. Um, even my 11 year old at the time was like, mom, there's got to be more to life, you know, um, <laughs> inventory everywhere. Right? Yeah. It, and I loved doing it, but you know, as time went on, we did it for a little over a year and got quite successful. Um, we were literally taking big, um, totes, three or four totes of, of, packages to the post office every day, but it was just exhausting us. And, um, I started praying about it and thinking about, well, what else could I do? You know, there's gotta be more. And, and my daughter was absolutely right. There are definitely better things to do with your time. And so I think, um, through a lot of, uh, consideration and prayer, um, realized that I really need to be intentional with my time and my gifts and my efforts in every area of my life. So definitely changed how I was doing things. I stopped doing that business and took a big break and just prayed for what God would have next for me and literally stumbled upon you, found your podcast, listened, um, started looking online, joined the community. I went through all the steps to set up my account last June and just started slowly looking at how to do it and um, had some bumps and bruises along the way. Like I started sourcing and, and finding things that, well, I can do this. I'll, I'll source for the weekend and see what I find and got ready to do my first shipment. And I realized Amazon does not, uh, allow people to ship using their rates from Alaska. Oh no, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And, and let, so, me, let me just back up just a little bit. Remember your place there. Um, I love that you found this. Did I hear you right through the podcast? That was your initial yeah. introduction. Oh, that's cool. I don't yeah. know that I've I mean, I'm sure there's other people like you, but you're the first one to actually tell me that, hey, that's how you found us. Uh, most people find us through this silent sales machine book or through our Facebook community, and then they start listening to the podcast. But you actually found us through the podcast. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But I didn't realize, and, and also you mentioned uh, June, which as we're recording this would be, what, about nine months ago. So you, you've only been doing this, correct? Yeah. Nine months or so. Year. 
Wow. Okay. So that's cool. So all of you who are feel brand new to all of this, keep listening. We're dealing with someone who's pretty new to all of this. But the fact that you can't use Amazon's rates from Alaska. Now, those of us who live in the continental 48 in the United States, we do get the advantage of super cheap shipping rates when we send inventory into FBA. But you've got a little extra hurdle there coming from the north, huh? Yeah, definitely. That's got to add significant price. So how have you worked around that? Are, are you doing much retail arbitrage as a result? Meaning, you know, ship, finding stuff on retail shelves and sending it in. I've heard the price of living in Alaska is, you know, fairly high. Are there opportunities like that? Yeah, it definitely is a lot higher to live up here. Um, you know, we have the bonus of we don't have sales tax. We don't have an income tax. So that's another bonus. But the cost of groceries is tremendously higher. The cost of living um, in terms of your homes are much, much higher. So there's definitely some hurdles with that. So really what what it forced me to do was get creative. You know, I, and I kept hearing and seeing people on the Facebook group saying, well, I live in, you know, Australia. I live in Jamaica. I live in, you know, in, in like meeting like Barrington. You know, if you can live in the Caribbean and do this, why can't you live in Alaska and do it? So I, I decided I'm not going to let that stop me and, and started looking for some workarounds. One key thing I found was using a fulfillment center to take care of my um, shipments. As I live in a tax-free state, I ship to a tax-free state. They take care of my inventory and ship it into Amazon for me. And honestly, I also discovered that I don't like packaging stuff up. That is not my thing. So I'd rather employ someone who loves doing it and benefits from it. And I just count that in my margins when when I'm shopping. So it's a win-win. Brilliant. So are you sourcing locally? I do source some locally and I'm blessed with a job that gives me a lot of flexibility and I fly in and out of Alaska several times a year as is my husband. And so it's not uncommon for us to now take a couple of boxes that are all ready to go ship to Amazon and when we're on the plane and then drop them at the first UPS center we find. Oh, <laughs> so you actually take them as luggage and that's yeah. a little bit of a workaround. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Why not? Hey, you get 50 pounds, you get exactly. what? A hundred pounds each, <laughs> yep, <exactly>. two bags. <laughs> and if, we, if we have the kids with us, that's even more. And Oh, that's great. So you never leave Alaska with less than a hundred pounds each, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and likewise, great. you know, when we're in the lower 48, as we call it, the, uh, the first thing we do is want to do some shopping because there are a lot of stores we don't have in Alaska that people take for granted are on every corner down in the lower 48, but we just don't have those stores here. That's true. What, well, one of the big lessons so far is if you live in the lower 48, to use my Alaskan friend's terminology, <laughs> uh, you've got no excuse. I mean, you just don't. There is stuff everywhere that is selling for a lot more money on Amazon than it is on a local retail store shelf. It's just a matter of doing a little bit of work or paying somebody to do a little bit of work. There's just literally no excuse. The only way you can mess it up is to dive in way too deep into something you don't really know that much about. Other than that, buy a few and see what happens. You know, Make a creative bundle. Retail arbitrage, as we call it, is the gateway entry point for a lot of people who then go on to do some other cool stuff. Uh, We don't recommend people stay just there. You've heard me say that many times. I don't think a retail arbitrage only business on Amazon is very stable, long-term ground. You've got to have some other things going on. Ideally, you're growing your own customer list. You're getting into your own products, which I know you've done a little bit of in this, and I want to hear how that's going. But that's just a little lesson for the listeners here and hopefully some encouragement. Vanessa is doing this from the 
I, I would, I'm saying middle of nowhere. I mean, I don't know. Where are you exactly in Alaska? I just, I just call all of Alaska middle of nowhere. <laughs> I do live in the biggest city, but it's still about 300,000 people. What is that? Anchorage? What is the biggest? Yeah, I live Anchorage? in Anchorage. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know my uh, geography of Alaska that well, if you can't tell. But uh, all right. Well, 300,000, that's, that's relatively tiny uh, still. Um, but you found some opportunities there. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. But we're, you know, like corporate America downsizing. Um, you know, we just lost our Toys R Us. We don't have a single sporting goods store here um, other than a, a, a reseller uh, played again. So like, even when I was in Vegas uh, for ASD, you know, my husband and I spent time sourcing things that we just needed at home. Our girls play softball. We needed to go out and buy all new gear. But, you know, I'm, I'm also standing there at the sporting goods stores and I'm starting to source because why not make some shipments to Amazon while we're in Vegas? And we did. It was kind of funny. I'm sure that the, the staff at the hotel thought we were nuts because we probably shipped out 20 boxes while we were in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's great. I love it. You're like, wow, look at these shipping rates in the lower 48. He's taking yeah. it, and, and we just take it, we take it for granted here, but it really is incredible. Uh, the rates for those of you who don't know, if you're new to selling on Amazon, we're talking about this great shipping rates. When you send inventory to Amazon through their FBA fulfillment by Amazon program. And most of you know this, but this is for the new people hanging there. You get to use Amazon's ridiculously cheap shipping rates and you're crazy not to take advantage of it. Uh, it, it just makes the FBA program all that more uh, interesting. You'd have to pay to ship the products to your customer anyway. So why not send them to Amazon and let them store them for you? And you still, if it sells quickly enough, you come out way ahead. You can't beat the shipping rates that they've negotiated because they're shipping more products around the world than anybody. So they've got these great shipping rates. They let you use them. So that that's the explanation there. But yeah, so when you're in the lower 48, you take full advantage, it sounds like. So you guys, it sounds to me like you guys are pretty frugal with the, your business decisions. You really know your numbers. Yeah, we're really trying to stay on top of that. I'm even at the point where I now in the process of sealing a deal with an outside accountant firm just to manage all of that tighter. I have a virtual assistant who's helping me with listings. I have someone else sourcing items for me. Uh, so I've built kind of a team. And then I've also built a team within uh, the silent sales team. And that is a group of uh, people got together and we decided we were going to start sourcing and looking for uh, VAs together. And now we're a group of uh, six people who kind of rely on each other to, for encouragement and bounce things and ideas off of each other. That's cool. How, how often do you guys meet? We uh, do a Google Hangout every Saturday morning now. And we've got... Let's see, there's two gals from Texas. There's a gal from um, LA. Jenny's from LA and Amy's from Ohio. And we've got a uh, guy, Archie, who's in the UK. And um, we're just kind of all over the board, but we get together and bounce things off each other. We hang out on WhatsApp and chat almost every day and oh, um, give each cool. other leads and ideas. I love that app. That's a uh, WhatsApp is a cool, just it's like a, uh, it's the equivalent of like a seat of what is it, a walkie talkie you know, for yeah. your cell phone. Right. And you can just like constant, you can instantly ping anybody and have conversations and, and kind of stay in touch. I love that. You, you know, the listeners have heard me talk multiple times about how important it is to build relationships as a key to growing. And I love that you guys just kind of stepped out. You found other members. I think I heard you correct of the, the, my silent team, Facebook community, the free community, which by the way, we just blew by 46,000 heading towards 47,000 members in that community. And we're picky about who we let in. 
I don't know if you knew this or not, Vanessa, but everyone who comes into that group, this maybe wasn't the case when you joined, but it has been the case for the last six, eight months. They have to answer a few questions and they're not tricky questions, but it certainly helps us eliminate the clowns and kooks pretty consistently. So what you end up with is a great group of serious internet entrepreneurs and you've formed a tighter niche group with a handful of them and you get together regularly. That's a great tip. If you're not doing that, you really need to. The accountability, the camaraderie, this can be a very lonely business otherwise. And uh, had had you experienced that? I guess you're doing it with your husband, which really helps, but there's a lot of uh, people in our community. It's just them and it can be a lonely business. Well, I think one of the best things that I was blessed with was actually going to CES last year. That really, I mean, day one, um, one of the first people I met in person was Lisa, of all things, and she's wonderful. And and it was amazing because we had commonalities with with um, our children. Even um, we both have kids with some special needs, and you know, I did the single mom thing for several years, so I could relate to her. And you know, started out just trying to to eliminate some debt and, you know, create a better, better situation for my family. And that's ultimately, you know, the, the bonus of Amazon. It's so easy to do. I remember you saying it at CES, sometimes you just get there and you can just see dollars in the air because you just see the, the value of flipping products or, or finding things to sell and filling a need. And it really opened my eye to that. So I started in June, didn't send my first stuff until July and every month from July to December, more than doubled my sales. And, you know, started out with, I think July was ended up being about $700. And December ended up close to $40,000 in sales. Beautiful. Wow. That's quite a trajectory for a new business. <laughs> it really is. It really, really is. You know, and I, like I said, I had some bumps and bruises and I, I looked at things as not failures, but ways to get ahead and learn something new. I think you have to expect to have some some products that don't sell or some bad buys, if you will, or going too deep on something. But I think the philosophy of going really wide and, and shallow is makes perfect sense. And then you figure out what sells over and over again. And you create a list and you can keep buying those things. It's a really easy way to create a business for yourself and allows you to do things like I am now, which is launching private label items. And I've bought several things from China already, and I'm looking at some things from India now. Wow. I want to hear more about that in just a minute. I just want to make a little announcement, do a little housekeeping. So think yeah. about your China and your private label and your India buys, and we'll, we'll launch into that part of the story in a minute. But uh, you mentioned meeting Lisa. I want to tell the new listeners who you're talking about. Lisa is one of our beloved moderators. She is because of some health issues, she's at home most of the time. She can do some traveling, but for the most part, she has to be at home. Uh, But you can see her. She does a live. It's every Tuesday night. If you're in the United States, it's in the evenings. She goes live. It's right now. It's seven o'clock Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific time. Go live with Lisa. Just a sweetheart. She knows her stuff. And she does this live video show for us on Facebook and people jump in and have a conversation with her. It's just a way to get to know other people in the community and uh, have a chat with one of the moderators in our free Facebook group. Um, we'll stick a link to all that in the show notes for you today if you're new. But I just wanted to fill in that that little blank for everyone that uh, if they're not a part of that Facebook group, you really do find yourself, it feels like a family reunion when we get together at the CES events because you've gotten to know these people. You've hung out with them virtually. Th- these people become your community, your team, your support network. 
And then to see them in person, uh, it really is a pretty cool thing, isn't it? When you walk into a room and it's like all these Facebook profiles looking at you, right? It's it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, they, but those events certainly are cool. And since you mentioned the CES event, our next one is in August 2018. If you're listening to this before then, go to cesindy2018.com to find out about ticket information. That's cesindy 2018 com, But let's get back to your story. You've got some private label stuff you started playing with recently. And again, you are only in this game about nine months. So you're progressing through the steps here. You're building a more serious business. Um, and I do know you shared with me too, you had a little setback for a couple of weeks. I don't want to leave that out of the story because I think that's an important part of your journey. Uh, but let's talk about your private label and your China sourcing and, and how's that going so far? It's going pretty well. You know, I think the biggest thing for me, again, is the Alaska factor, because I want to um, source the items. I want to make sure that the quality is there before I place a larger order. I also have been following Jenny and Ryan uh, Rieger, uh, Jenny Hunt and Ryan Rieger with their groups. And um, I'm part of the uh, private label mentoring group. Yeah, the provenprivatelabel.com for those who don't know about it. Or it's also a component of the Proven Amazon course. If you've got that course, you can see that in there. Just to, to fill in the blank for the newbies there, but please continue, Vanessa. Sorry to interrupt you. I just don't like leaving newbies behind. <laughs> oh, no, I totally I totally agree. Please do. And really their philosophy is you, you look for a, a niche area or niche area that has room for growth and you, you just try it out. So buy 10, buy 20, at the most, maybe buy 30 or 40 or 50, but don't go real deep and see if, see how it sells, you know, good listings, good photography, good packaging, making it creative, making it a bundle, put it up and see how it sells. And so I'm just, I'm in the test phase with doing some of that and it's starting to take off. I'm starting to get more comfortable and, you know, getting a a feel for it. I'm at the point where I probably need to find someone who's going to investigate and do reports for me um, in China or India and look at products and directly ship them to Amazon. Because as you test those things, you want to start buying in bigger quantity and getting better pricing and of course, scaling your business up. So that's where I am. Um, I'm still doing retail arbitrage. I'm still doing online arbitrage. I had the unfortunate setback actually on January 1st, I was putting listing in some new things And my account got suspended and it was for nothing I did wrong. It was just a weird fluke. And that was just, I can't tell you how incredibly frustrating that was, but I was able to lean on the community and say, Hey, what suggestions do you have for me to get my account freed up? And it took a lot of legwork. It took a lot of effort. Um, I even went so far as to a very, very dear friend that I met at CES. She's now become a very close, trusted friend, and she also does online and and retail arbitrage. Um, And she lives in Indiana, but she uh, is an attorney by training. And she actually, you know, was reading my letters for me and helping me, you know, write these letters to Amazon to get my account free. And it took a couple of weeks and I, and it really put a damper in my sales. It took the wind out of my sales. I went from, as I said, almost, um, almost 40,000 in December to, you know, two weeks of zero and my account being locked up. And um, the first few weeks of January are really great weeks. If anybody doesn't know that, um, they should, because that buying frenzy from the holidays continues well into January. So um, I was able to recover from that and move forward, like I said, but it took some effort. And um, now we're pretty consistently, um, I'm growing it still, or we're growing it still. We're back up 
um, we'll definitely be a six figure business this year. And it just keeps getting better and better. Just, you know, constantly tweaking, watching your business, watching your numbers. So I've been very blessed. Congratulations. And, and another factor too, I want to make sure that this didn't slip by the listeners. Uh, you're still working, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're still working full-time, aren't you? As, as is your spouse? Yes, we both work full-time. We both work full-time corporate jobs. I am fortunate to get um, a lot of flexibility in my position, but I, I only do my job during the day. I don't do anything Amazon related during the day. We solely confine that to evenings and weekends. I would say right now, probably an hour or two a night, um, or three or four nights a week, maybe. But I'm really trying to minimize that. And some of the best things that I that happen for me is just brainstorming with my group on Saturdays. That's been, like I said, invaluable. And I am also part of the Legends community, which I started doing that in January. And that helped me get you know my energy back after being feeling a little defeated about losing my my business, so to say, for a few weeks. But I think at some point we'll probably open up a second account and have it be just for our private label. So we have some added protection there that's in the works. And I do um, sell on other venues as well, you know, experimenting with a little bit here and there, doing some deal sites, things like that. I think it's really wise to have, you know, to broad, broaden your, your base as much as you can. Yeah. And I know that, that you mentioned that often. Yeah. Multiple platforms, multiple platforms, multiple streams. And, and ideally at some point, one of those private label products, you begin to grow your own audience and maybe it's a Facebook following and an email list and uh, getting into some of the messenger marketing stuff that we're doing, you know, where you've got a list that you can target. And one of the more powerful things that we're able to do now with our Facebook list is we can get an, get an ad in front of them anytime we want to. Um, it's not like delivering an email where they have the choice to open it or not, it's in their Facebook feed. They will see the ad because we pay a few pennies per person who's on our targeted list and they're going to see our ad. And it gets a lot of traction, a lot of engagement that way. So getting into some of that fun marketing stuff where you don't feel like, you know, one of the things you mentioned was your, your account was suspended at Amazon. And that's just not a comfortable feeling knowing that all your eggs are in someone else's basket right? Exactly. And they could any time could say, hey, we're not going to let you touch the basket for a few weeks. And the good news is 95% of the time, that's the industry statistic that I've heard from countless sources, 90 to 95% of the time you get your account back. That's the good news. It can take a little time and it stings and you do have to rebuild. And sometimes you got to get rid of some of the products that, you know, were causing the trouble or whatever, you know, so it always stings. Uh, but that's where we're such fans of multiple income streams is because of little factors like that. Um, that's the reason that I constantly emphasize multiple income streams. So you truly can have something that is more stable than any other career you could ever have. You know, the thing with having a corporate job, like, you know, you, you just mentioned, none of us are guaranteed that they won't get fired. I mean, unless you're a uh, lifetime appointed, poli you know, a political position of some kind, like a judge, you know, or if you're a college professor, you know. Performance doesn't matter. You're tenured. You're there for life. Uh, the rest of us, we got to perform. And if we lose that one job, that one paycheck, we're kind of out of luck. Well, with, with internet business, you can have true multiple income streams that are independent of each other. And that's the goal where you don't have to wake up nervous in the morning and, and check and make sure everything's still okay because you know you've got multiple things happening. Uh, and that always comes as a result of relationships, which is why I'm encouraged that that was a theme today with, uh, with you sharing your story, the relationships that you've built. That's just vital. If you're doing internet business and you don't have a good handful of people that you rely on and bounce ideas off of, you're trying to do this solo, 
I'm telling you, the next step in your growth is to have a team of people that you know, like, and trust that you can bounce ideas off of, talk openly with, uh, maybe mastermind with, right? Uh, you need that step. But, uh, oh, you also mentioned the Legends Group. We'll stick a link to that in the show notes today at silentgym.com slash podcast. The Legends Group is our, uh, it's a group that focuses primarily on retail arbitrage. It's run by Danny and Ryan, uh, good partner friends of ours. So we'll stick a link to that in the show notes. You can go check that out. And uh, it's quite a group. It's got quite a personality of its own and we love partnering with those guys. But what else, Vanessa, in your story could we share with folks today? Have you have you uh, sourced anything from India that's working? I haven't really talked to anybody in a while that's they really tearing it up with India. What are you doing there? I'm curious. Um, well, so that's that's actually something I'm working on right now. So it's it's not I can't give you any success with it yet. I did source some items in the U.S., but they're from India, and I'm doing a test run here pretty quickly, and um, can definitely give you feedback later. But, you know, similar to working with um, folks in China, um, there is a great market there. There's there's room for growth. You can source items that you wouldn't want to buy from China. But, you know, India is good for things like textiles. There are different things you want to go to different areas for. And so that's kind of what one venture I'm doing right now to uh, broaden the horizon. I'm not trying. People ask me, well, what do you sell? I'm like, what? don't I sell? <laughs> I love it. You know, I, cause I think it's really important not to get too personally involved with what you're selling. I absolutely believe in the fundamental basics of, I will only sell things I believe in that I think have value, um, that I would be proud to put my name on. But at the same time, you don't love something that can't love you back, if that makes sense. So, yeah, um, yeah. sometimes people get emotionally attached to a product. I've seen this Many, many times people say, oh, I've always dreamed of being able to sell, you know, I've, I, it's, it's kind of the inventor's mentality. It's why I can hardly stand watching that TV show Shark Tank. It, like, oh, it just kind of drives me nuts because people have the Shark Tank kind of philosophy is, okay, I've put my time, energy, money, sweat, tears. I've sacrificed relationships. I've borrowed money from family and friends. And here is the shiny widget. Will somebody please help me market this, Right. Like, right. man, that's just, there's so much front end pain and risk built into that model. I'd much rather say, okay, where's a crowd of people that are buying stuff? What are they buying, but they can't find? You know, one of the things you mentioned earlier, I can break this whole Amazon thing down into a very simple model that will work. You mentioned uh, just buy a few of different items that aren't on Amazon yet and put them out there. That's literally like a business in a box. I've just handed it to you. Find stuff that's not on Amazon yet get a few of them and put it on Amazon. There's going to be one of two things that happen. They're either going to sell or they're not going to sell. If they sell, get a few more. And if those sell, that's basically the Barrington Macintosh success story from Jamaica. He bought some coffee off the shelf at a store in, in the Bahamas, <laughs> put it on Amazon and it sold. So he bought all of them off the shelf and they sold. So he started approaching all the Bahama coffee makers and said, hey, I uh, can I buy a bunch of your coffee cheap? And they said, sure. Before long, he was the number one buyer of their coffee. And they, they, these coffee companies were calling him going, what are you doing? You're buying a ton of our coffee, which is great, but what are you doing with it? <laughs> he said, well, I'll tell you if you'll let me keep doing it. And here we have the Barrington Macintosh coffee success story. You know, just because he's throwing products on Amazon that aren't on there yet, he he didn't have these masterfully built, beautiful listings. He took a picture of the product and said, this is what it is. And if it sells, you go buy more. This isn't rocket science. And another misconception I've seen sometimes, Vanessa, is people think, well, everything's on Amazon already. 
No, it's not. If I had to guess, maybe 5% of everything that could be on Amazon is on Amazon. The other 95% isn't on there yet, right? And I'm not far off. There are, there's hundreds of millions of products that are not on Amazon yet. The opportunity, the only way you can mess this up again, to repeat my earlier advice is to go spend a big chunk of money on something and hope that you can market your way out of the hole you dug, which unfortunately is the strategy that some courses teach. They teach you to fill your garage with product and then Module 18 will teach you how to market your way out of this hole you've dug and hopefully save your marriage because your spouse wants the car back in the garage like now, <laughs> right? It's like, we don't teach that model. We teach, we call it the inch deep, mile wide, you know, sell a lot of different product. And if you see something that's moving fast, hey, maybe you create a private label for that product. That's what we did. And we built an eight figure business on, a, on one of our products that we found using simple retail sourcing strategies. So I, I love simplifying this business down and I love talking to people who have really broken it down into low risk steps and they're making a profit right out of the gate. Well, that's cool. I, I appreciate you being on the show today, Vanessa. Are there any thoughts that you want to leave the listeners with today? Any, any encouragement you'd want to give them or? I just want to really emphasize the fact that this is doable and it doesn't matter what your education is. It doesn't matter what your economic background is or where your station in life is. It's doable from any location. It just takes a little bit of perseverance. You know, if you want, you want to say baby steps, just take a deep breath. And if you can't figure it out, reach out and ask somebody. This group is tremendous in offering support and encouragement and they'll downright tell you exactly what you need to do if you ask them. Oh, I love it. I mean, I honestly think that, you know, you do need to put some work in. I mean, it's not easy, but it's very doable. And you just have to take the step and move forward um, and believe that you can do it. It's such a small amount of money to get into doing this business. You don't have to open a professional account, but I encourage people to. I think you just get some momentum behind you, see your f- first few things sell. And you'll be hooked. Yeah, that's true. I, so many people have been, it, the reason I like starting internet entrepreneurs out with the Amazon business model is because so many of them have tried so many different things and they just didn't work. They they came out a net loss in the end. But this is one where if you follow what we tell you to do, it's impossible for you to lose. And you're going to see some very early success. And that little success, that little momentum, there's a huge difference between never having sold anything and making that first sale. The journey from zero to one is the biggest journey you'll ever make. But then the journey from one sale to two sales, oh, that's easy. From two to 200, that's relatively easy because now you've got your momentum, you know how it works. But from zero to one is a big deal. And this is the fastest way to do that is selling on Amazon. And I love that you pointed out, you know, your station in life, your economic uh, background. You know, I, I like to give a big old list. So let's see if I can brainstorm. Like, if you went to school or not, what kind of grade you went, got in school, that doesn't matter. Your skin color, ethnicity, your race, your geographic location, uh, none of that matters. Basically, you nailed it, Vanessa, your motivation. Are you motivated and serious? Do you understand that business means doing some work? If you do, man, we got a system and it works. Amazon has built an incredible machine. And my personal belief is we're just getting started, as evidenced by the fact that 90% of all shopping in the United States is still done the traditional way. People get in their cars, they go to a store. Only 10% of the shopping is done online. And of that 10%, a fraction of it 
is done on Amazon. It's in its infancy. Some people think it's been, you know, it's already been uh, saturated. No, that's not the case. It's in its infancy. Online entrepreneur opportunities are just getting started. So thanks for the encouragement, Vanessa. That was really cool. And thank your family for loaning you to us for a little bit. It sounds like your time is very valuable because you're working full-time and you're doing your business on the side in the evenings and weekends. That's awesome with kids in the house. Man, God bless you guys for that. And thank you for the time today doing this. Um, I'd love to have you back again sometime to to update us on the rest of your story, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd love to come back in a few months and say, this is where I'm at now. I just think that the best thing you can do is encourage others and, you know, step out in faith that you can do this. I yeah. just, I can't encourage people more than that. Beautiful. It's- Beautiful. Business success, it's a team sport. Well, it's a good thing. Thank you for all that you're doing. No, thank you, man. You guys make it all possible. I have the easy job of just kind of sitting back in the front row of all these incredible entrepreneurs and watching them do their magic and and sharing some of the stories that we have time to share. There's just so many people like you and others. And, you know, it's my story's the same way. I started off just kind of goofing around. I've just been doing it for 15 years instead of starting nine months ago. So your story 10 years from now, oh, it's going to be incredible. I'm sure it will be. But hey, listener, thanks for checking this out today. Uh, Thanks for hanging out at Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm the host, Jim. Today we met Vanessa Wise and she did a great job for us. Be sure to keep listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio at silentjim.com. If you would do us a favor, tell a friend, If you have someone who's kind of entrepreneurial leaning, they're trying to use the internet to make some money, or maybe they just need some extra money. They're in a rough place in life. Man, send them to our podcast. We love encouraging people into the world of online business as a great opportunity for them and their families. If you would do us that favor, we'd sure appreciate it. Well, God bless you, listener. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.